0: Hello there. Welcome to Biblical Chili. Why don't you follow me and I'll find a place for you to take that load off. The boys are just about to start. If you've been here before, welcome back. But if this is your first time, let me fill you in on a few details. You see, we speak openly about the Bible and our daily walk with Christ. And it's our continuing prayer that everyone that walks through those doors grows a little closer to Jesus every day. And i tell you what. You came at a great time, too. The boys are walking through the entire Bible from cover to cover, one story at a time. Speaking of stories, we'd love to hear yours. So why don't you tell us all about it in that box below called Comments. And after this is all over, if you like what you heard, on the way out, there's a button called Subscribe. It's red and it's got a little bell next to it. Oh, and tell your friends. Oh, 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 here we go. Here's a nice seat right up front for you. Now you sit down and get comfortable. I'd like to sit here and talk to you and get to know you better, but that was the dole. I got to go. Those boys better get the lid out and get going. This crowd seems restless. I'm coming. I'm coming. Order up. And not to give too much of a recap, but so we've been through the creation. We've been through the fall of man. Uh, Not just Adam and Eve, but also... Uh, yeah, all Cain, their kids. Cain and Abe. Yep, all their kids jumping in on that. Uh, and then we got all the way up to our last episode. We talked basically about the pre-flood. Like, what was it like? A little bit of information on it. And today is going to be the flood itself. So, basically, this is going to cover all of Genesis 7, all of 8, and we're going to stop about 9. So, without divulging all of the details, what we find is... Noah, uh, let me just read this a little bit in the beginning of, of chapter seven. It says, then Noah, I'm sorry, then the Lord said to Noah, come into the ark and all your household because I have seen that you are righteous before me in the ge- this generation. Now, the reason why God starts off with that though is because just before that, what did it say about mankind?
1: It's that, Man. evil. <laughs> so, like, all the thoughts and everything was just, Wicked through and through, right? Oh yeah, right. He was just getting ready to etch a sketch the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Back <laughs> to your wow. sketch. I like That's that. Great.
0: What we find is that God Himself is telling Noah to come into the ark, and then, and I'm just going to do a helicopter view, and then we're going to kind of hit but the there details. But what was the helicopters then? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> it would have <laughs> ran out of <laughs> gas before dragon, the flood was done.
2: Drone okay. this.
0: And then he was in the ark with all the animals and his family for uh, about a year or so. Um, by the way, that's a, that's a big misnomer. The flood was actually not 40 days and 40 nights. It rained for 40 days and 40 nights. The flood itself was, I believe, a year and 10 days or something like that. It was quite a while. Um, and then in chapter 8, it talks about uh, Noah's deliverance and how he... Short story is, is toward the end of the year, year, year and 10 days, he started sending out doves and other birds and stuff. And then he ended up finding out, oh, hey, there is land. And then it says so many days happen And then he landed on here. He like basically, I say landed like it was a plane. But he basically beached the, the entire arch because the water was going down uh, in, the, in the crevices of the mountains of Mount, Mount Ararat. And then the water subsided, 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 and then they came out of the ark. and that's chapter nine. So, in, in, when it comes to the ark and this whole flood event, there's a lot of controversy. Can you can you any of you guys like list any of the controversy or or any of the questions or issues that you've heard?
1: Questions on the on the flood?
0: Well, questions on the flood are just controversial topics about it. Hmm.
1: I know that it's interesting that um, there's so many different accounts of the flood across the world, like in every mythology, you know, um, I bet you hundreds, if not more, of flood legends that are out there that are encompassing this. So there's got to be some stock in it, but I know that there's lots of speculation when it comes to dinosaurs and what ifs and, um, you know, where the Ark ended up and, you know like tons of questions oh right you know um, reading through this I mean I came up with questions of my own to ask because it's like oh this would be kind of kind of fun to highlight because we established cubits right
0: right um, yeah the last yeah. episode yeah
1: now here in verse 20 15, which chapter uh, chapter 7 verse 20 okay the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth and the high hills and there were the whole heavens were covered. 15 cubits upward did the waters rise. Yep. So that's like 15 feet?
0: 15 feet. Well, the, the average cubit was about 18 inches. Oh, 18. right. So, so, so yeah, times, times 15. 15, you're talking 36. about 20 feet. Uh, about uh, 20 648. feet.
2: 648. And I believe that was over top right. of the mountain.
0: Mm-hmm. Or 648? 18 times
3: 36? Oh, was it 36 or was it November? It's fifteen. Oh, 15? fifteen. Fifteen yeah, fifteen times oh, eighteen. Oh, two hundred seventy. Two hundred
0: and seventy. That would be inches. Now divide that by twelve.
3: Divide by twelve.
0: What do we got?
1: Twenty-two point five feet. So twenty-two foot of water covered the mountains. Yeah, that's covering
2: That's above the mountains. Right. And and the mountains at that time were not the mountains that we see now. Because if you look at the plates and all that stuff, how they formed and pushed and all that. And, and that's what and I was talking about. Like, so, like 20,
1: 20 some feet to cover the mountains, like that's taller. You know, Is that, is that measuring from the ground up? Or is that just like how many inches? Over top of the peak. That's from the peak
3: up. Gotcha.
1: Right. Gotcha.
0: But that brings up a good question because many people, and, and I guess I could bring up this, this controversial topic or question is, is, well, what about Mount Everest? Was the water really over Mount Everest? the mount everest wasn't there yet and when when it says that the the waters um were were prevailing over the mountains because mount Air, i'm sorry uh Ever, everest wasn't created yet because in in this it, it talks about how the waters were swaging and moving and so forth and the ground was was settling basically under the water imagine every plate te- every tectonic plate having water not just below it, but above it, around it. I mean, it just, earthquakes would be, I mean, I, I don't even think, we, it would be like an, it would be an entire earth tremor. I mean, it would just, the entire planet, all of our tectonics would be like lubricated and just moving around and crash into each other. And once they crash into each other, that's when big mountains would be formed because they're they're moving slowly and,
2: and then was they go a up. A lot of mud.
1: A lot of mud. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, was the Earth completely covered in humans? Would you, would you say that there was human populations all over the Earth at this time?
0: I, I would say probably. Probably.
1: I think they're underneath the water now, but... So, <laughs> yeah,
0: Sully's got a, a very good scientific point. <laughs> they're probably all dead now. Right, now.
1: But my, what I'm getting at, I'm, I guess I'm playing the devil's advocate. Because there's a flood story across the entire world... Everyone would write the story to their own perspective. Oh, yeah. Could other arcs, could other um, ships like that around the world have been created and had new settlements around the world?
2: I I understand that concept, but up until that point, there was nothing big enough structure-wise to withstand that kind of weather. That kind of that kind of stuff.
1: The the um, the the account of the ark is the only one that I've read where it talks about bringing all the animals and stuff. The other ones it just talked about like human survival, like they just built a boat and lasted, and they were the last ones on the earth. The
2: the other thing too is, I I will imagine there might have been some boats that made it out there, but they didn't have the food and the resources to survive.
0: Right, and because so w- once again, we're play. not talking about surviving 40 days. Pro- more. Surviving a month with very little to no food is, is actually a, doable. It's plausible, yeah. Right, but we're talking about a year and some change.
2: Right, and when you're talking about the, the rain and stuff, that again, it was raining for 40 days and 40 nights, now you've got... Everything covered in water. Everything's moving. Right. You're talking about mountains shoving up through the water, and all of a sudden, wow, there's land. There land land masses
0: literally falling down you know, beneath, beneath, you. beneath you. Everything.
2: everything was a big mess. You're that would right. Be like the, literally the worst storm ever <laughs> like you wouldn't know what was coming from where <laughs> no you know? it's like a
1: forest amazing rain would come from the ground from up ground down right? down. <laughs> <laughs> from the top down there's sideways rain <laughs>
3: the way i've always looked at that is the fact that if you watched the movie perfect storm yeah right that is the most demonstrating uh, point of view of that yeah, rogue waves ridiculous. yeah i well, mean there, there
0: would have been just can, can I go? There was a OK. There's a doctor in uh, Texas. He's in Texas. He was the professor at the Air Force University for, you know, the kids who go through the Air Force. He was the professor for that university. And he actually wrote a book called In the Beginning. And it was amazing because he actually goes through all the, I you, it's a very dry book, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's a really Airport, dry book. it was on like, the
2: flood? No. <laughs> right,
0: really dry book. He, he goes out and he talks about all of the science be, behind what happened and the stages that the flood would have happened. Because in Hebrews, it talks about, and by the way, all the water did not come from rain. Actually, probably not much of it came from rain, because in Hebrews it says the fountains of the great deep burst open on one day. So he theorized, which he is right so far, no one has been able to disprove this yet. He theorized that God made the planet with, basically he made, you know, the, the central planet, the, the core or whatever, then he made a body of water and then with pillars or something like that, holding the landmass above it because if you still dry, drill down today at some of the central continents you still find water everywhere and so the fountains of the great deep like a lot of people are like and i've heard this this is also another very skeptical thing so where did all the water come from where did all the water go from the flood uh it's they're called oceans they're and they're everywhere they're,
2: they're called ice caps right they're every the water's yeah. <laughs> everywhere
0: and but i just want people to gain this perspective we're not talking about the water coming down and falling on the land, what we're talking about is the earth was probably... Right now, the earth is how much water? What percentage water? Like 80% water, 70% water, something like that?
3: I will look this up. This is interesting. I'll take it.
0: Uh, what percentage of the earth is water today? But during the creation, the Bible says that God made the earth to be inhabited. It was probably... The vast mostly majority land. was mostly land. And not salt water. Right. It was all fresh water or maybe some salt water, but it's probably all fresh water. But what happened is when the Fountains of the Great Deep burst open, the waters from underneath shot out from the pressure of the overlying rock. And it would have it collapsed the land down underground and all of the water splashed up. From the cracks and those cracks today are called fault lines
2: and that's the other thing too is um, a lot of folks don't remember that around our earth uh, when we shoot off space shuttles we go through holes in our atmosphere and i think it's interesting that they call them windows yeah because it also says in the windows of heaven were opened and i fully believe that part of the atmosphere back then I, I've seen a lot of science on this side of things, too, because of how God designed the earth and how the air was and how all the oxygen, and all that other stuff, how it was, there was a layer of water surrounding the earth. And he so the, when he, the op- correct, and he opened the windows of heaven, that water literally just came down. From right. <laughs> and at, it was just insane.
0: Jewish so. tradition states that, that they, they actually didn't call it a firmament in Jewish tradition. They called it a crystalline firmament. And if you know anything about frozen water, it actually freezes in a crystalline-like fashion. We call them snowflakes. (laughs) And and you're right, Mike, because if if that would have collapsed, imagine how much water that would have caused. Like it would have, oh, I don't know, rained for a month or more.
1: And if that wouldn't have crashed down, the pressure would still be the same. So now that came down, allowing the air pressure to thin. Correct, and right. I believe I heard that study through uh, Answers in Genesis. With Kim yeah, that was yes. one of them. Yep. But
2: there was a couple other side mm-hmm. studies that I've seen that were, there. the people were actually not, uh, they weren't like theologians or anything. And it was more just a scientific study of of oxygen. They were talking about the different oxygen and how it would have to be and all these different things. And one of the things that they came up with was that it had to have some form of uh a different, you know, water above the Earth in order for that pressure to be that great.
0: Yeah, to to increase the pressure and to create increase the oxygen mm-hmm. content through, through like cubic volume. It's awesome. I like
1: how also um I don't like it's a gruesome time period, but um how you said it lasted a year. They were pretty much inside the ark, and I believe that's a blessing. I don't think they made it with windows. Uh, you know,
0: oh no one one the bible says one, <laughs> one. could you
1: imagine the look that you know like the view oh at the top and you look out and you see I all these dead bodies everywhere yeah well, that I would know. have been the it worst wouldn't have just thing been, to see at all it, it wouldn't However, have just
2: been dead bodies like humans either I mean, you're talking every animal every life animal possible plant been, life you know, dead plants but like animals, the sharks everything.
1: and the the monsters from the deep are like Whoa.
0: <laughs> He he would go
2: with plant life yeah.
0: No, not the banana tree. <laughs> <laughs> no, that well, and that's a good uh, point because I mean, I, no, nothing against those the illustrators of the like little kids, right, like yeah. books and stuff. They I'm sorry, it, so it was not. Yes. The flood is a very gruesome story when you think about it. Like, well, yeah. I mean,
2: when the, the when the water
0: started raining down, they freaked. I guarantee it. And started screaming, probably trying to cut themselves into the ark. <laughs> Let me in. But and it's just. It's crazy.
3: So 70% of the earth is actually covered in water. And then the other part I have to that is the fact that the one thing that I know people actually make fun of on this part of the Bible is the kids illustrations where the two boy lions go into the ark. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, no. Yeah, I think you're right. Wait. (laughs) How do you repopulate it?
0: <laughs> but that—that's yeah, a good. That's really good. Can can I give you guys a, a crash? That like Tom, you were talking about the other flood legends. Can I give you guys a zip through a bunch of the flood legends, like real, just really, really quickly? Go for it. This is a seminar that I did, and this is just talking about a lot of the flood legends and evidence of the flood and so forth. So the Bamabi people in uh, Papua New Guinea, uh, they have a flood legend that says, in their flood legend, they state that the earth was covered with water. Uh, Bombay, uh, are the offsprings of the, uh, survivors. So all of the Bombay people are from the survivors is what they claim. Which would make sense anyway. Right, right. That's, and, and makes <laughs> it would make sense. Well, we're all survivors. Well, think, well, think about this, <laughs> right, dude? <laughs> yeah, we're the survivor. Well, of course. Yeah. Uh, they well, talked about taking supplies, plants, animals, etc. cetera. And there's a Chinese legend called the High King Classic. You guys can look this up. It is amazing. Uh, Fu Hai, which is the father of their civilization. They claimed that Fuhai had three sons and three daughters, and they repopulated the earth after this flood because he was told to build a big boat. I mean, does this sound a little familiar? Uh, Another Chinese legend, uh, uh, legend of, this is called Nuhai, Uh, it talks about this, the legend talks about the creation forming of Adam and Eve, although they didn't call them Adam and Eve, they had a different name, Uh, talks about the Tower of Babel, talks about the genealogies of the first man. It actually goes through it, but it's in the Chinese legend. And it matches right up with scripture. And then it talks about a great flood right after that.
3: Okay. One question. Yeah, shoot. Just for me and just for knowledge. Um where is Sun Tzu in the part of that legend? Like where? Because you know Sun Tzu or war. You know, I want to know where he's at. He oh that's <laughs> <laughs> long long ways away. <laughs>
0: uh the Nama, these these are people uh in Asia. Uh they have same similar story. They they talk about there was a good man. He had three sons uh, ordered by the creator to build a big boat. Uh, he took birds and animals. He landed on the ground eight um, in the group of eight mountains. Uh, he released three carrion birds. That was his claim. But Noah released doves and, and other stuff um, and later released a dove that returned. And that was the, the final one. Go ahead, Sully. I
3: have a question. Yeah. Because that guy actually mentioned food and supplies and like it just now clicked on me. Yeah. What supplies did what? they carry for vitamin C? Because how long was Noah on the boat? One year. One year. Because, OK, scurvy is going to set in. It could. You got to actually look out You need for vitamin C.
0: But that that's the interesting thing is and, and this is going on a whole nother topic, but there, we actually, our bodies have the capability of actually producing vitamin C, but all of our genetics. This is why we all, all have like a very good reason of of having a vitamin C deficiencies because all of our genes have actually been shut off because of mutations, like genes for that type of stuff to produce that type of stuff we need. So, but that's a whole, a whole nother like, yeah, that's no, but that's awesome though. That's a good point though because. <laughs> You're on that well, ship for a year.
1: Also to this point, were they eating meat? They had not yet eaten I mean, meat that fish. I don't think of.
0: Well, and here and that's interesting. I mean, that's gonna kinda kinda dive into the next time. Um, I'll I'll bring it up now. Basically, not until chapter nine did God ever give permission to eat meat. Now, I am not gonna say that nobody ate meat. I'm not gonna say that because the Bible does say that they were wicked and they were terrible and let, let me just put it this way, it would have been considered super taboo to kill your sheep because nobody ate meat up to that point pre-flood. Like, nobody was eating meat, so only, quite frankly, like, socially speaking, the most barbaric people would have probably eaten meat. I mean, that's just my guess, but, I mean, there's no speculation. But I just know that in the Bible, God <laughs> was the only one, or God didn't give permission until after the flood. But, I mean, there, there's a whole bunch of them, guys. I mean, it's... Let me put it this way. There's over 300 surviving flood legends. Oh, yeah, this is Hawaii. This is the one for Hawaii. It says, uh, long after the death of Kunihana, the first man, the world became a wicked and terrible place. And there was one good man. His name was Nu'u. (laughs) Kind of sounds like Noah, doesn't it? He built a great canoe and he filled it with uh, food and uh, all the animals and everybody else was killed. There's another one. Uh, The Taltics have one uh there's another one the babylonians have one yeah they all these are all flood legends and the interesting thing and and i know nobody can see this graph but these are a ton of flood legends and then right here you see all of these these are the commonalities in all of these legends and i know and i just i just want to point this out about the flood legends because i've heard this this argument before here's the thing when it comes to these flood legends we have to find a common ground if if you take all the flood legends you cannot pick any other flood legend outside of the one in the bible that all of them point to all of them have similarities to the one in the bible but not all of them have the similarities with each other i know that sounds weird but when you look at all of the the characteristics of all of them they all it's like a it's it's like the hub on a on a wagon wheel right in the center is god's holy bible and think about it, it after Shem, Ham, Japheth, and Noah landed. They got off the ark. Obviously, we know how the story ends. We're all here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> after this, think about it. Verbally, they would have been spreading the... I mean, this was a mass world-like destruction. Yes. There would have been stories for, all. Oh, I don't know, the next 4,400 years. <laughs> Which, by the way, and we didn't bring this up, the, the according to the ba- dates in the Bible, the Bible's, only, or, or I'm sorry, the earth is only about 6,000 years old, roughly. And the flood was about 4,400 years ago. So it's, and, and there are still surviving flood legends today. Hundreds of them, like Tom was saying. So it's, I, I think it's spectacular that God really has preserved his word everywhere. Oh, yeah, there's an oh, I I don't want to miss this. I thought this one was awesome the chinese for check this out i love this i did a whole i did a whole seminar on the chinese language chinese caricatures if you look at ancient chinese caricatures and this is boat okay boat is broken up into three segments on the left you see vessel so this is a symbol for vessel this is mouth or people mouth always means people this is the number 8 Eight mouths in a vessel is the word boat. Can you think of any other boat that had eight people on it? And when you look at flood and all these other ones, it's just, it's amazing that the the Chinese language has been preserved through all of this. And I, I just, I think it's amazing that God wanted to take this and, and make everybody, and help everybody know. And And obviously there is hope at the end of this, which we're going to talk about that later, but it's just... I find it hard when people have a hard time understanding, or not understanding, I'm sorry, when people have a hard time accepting the flood truth, they, and they look around, I, I literally say, I look around. How can fossils form without being formed in sedimentary rock buried very quickly in mud?
3: Or pressurized. How, how, how can, can you get pressure without actual water on top of it?
0: Right, oil. Oil is under tremendous pressure. That's awesome, Right. Same with coal. Coal sometimes is under tremendous pressure. How could it become coal otherwise? And it's just, there's just so much evidence toward it.
1: Now, if we look at the, the humanity of this, they're on it for a year. I know that my kids, through this quarantine, they barely last a week without being at each other's throats. You know? So... When did the – they're all adults at this point. So they, this is the that, ultimate quarantine, yeah. man,
0: because you got you got eight <laughs> adults stuck in one little boat.
1: And I, I, right? do, I doubt they had really fun board games. I, I'm just, right, just it's, putting that out it's, there. It's,
0: it's, hey, Shem, go scoop the poop. That's right. what I, it you was. You know,
2: in their situation, I think I would have wanted a mask, but something that would hide the actual smell. <laughs> <laughs> Not only of so, them
1: or the animals. The animals, yeah. right. It said that Noah was 600 years old when this came down. All right. You know, so that would make his kids about how old 200, maybe 150. Yeah, I, I think it was so, somewhere
0: somewhere around there. You know,
1: I guess 200 is a yeah, new 30, but um when do you think it it set in that everything that they were used to having is no longer going to be there? You know, we talked about the invention of all these musicians, the 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 bronze workers and all the, the all the scientific stuff that they've discovered up to this point, unless these were, these guys were like heavy involved in understanding and knowing how to do that, that's all gone. Right. So they're going to have, you know, like I can picture j or, or they like, I wish I would have made, paid better attention in this class. You know, <laughs> like, <Right>? man, <laughs> you know, so, that's,
2: that's the thing I think about. You I think wish un- I would have listened to uncle or facts <laughs> said, you think of legends, right? So you think of like, uh, the what's the lost city of uh, uh atlantis and, and legend is that it went down with the water and all this knowledge of all the world and you it's know a, it's just another flood about, guys you know this is the same thing just in a different form different package and yeah and yeah there was a lot of knowledge and there was a lot of things that were probably in a central location central library because people were doing what they were doing and that was all lost
0: well, and what did we talk about last time? We asked the question: If you lived a thousand years, what would you what would you master? Think about it. There would have been millions of masters in these arts, and and yeah, all gone, gone. all gone.
3: What is it? You keep uh, you you bring this up a lot. There's nothing on there that hasn't already been,
2: Yeah, nothing new. Under nothing the new the sun. Under the sun.
3: But, yep. So if you think about it today, okay, technology and everything else—the way that was—I mean it probably wasn't like so like (laughs) touchscreen but you could at least you know the the wheel spins you get electricity or something you know what i'm sure they had some form of stuff back then just because well even
0: outside of that and and that's actually you bring up a really good point a lot of people speculate that they actually because of their I'll, i'll just say their superior genetics technology would have probably been much better and and let me explain that a lot of people are like well did they have cars we don't find cars fossil well no hold on if you can if you are large enough and strong enough and you can run 65 miles an hour you have no purpose for a car it would be very fool it would be a little toy for you why would i do that well what about you know magnifying glasses and what the- yes but what if you had vision that was way beyond 2020 vision because you live in a per- perfect atmosphere and you don't have any genetic de- defects yet. You don't need that technology. You already have that technology built in. Well, what about computers? Because what about, what if they they forgot stuff? Well, if you had the perfect brain with the perfect environment and you don't start forgetting stuff until you're 10,000. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: And- well, even, even on that point, um, there's many uh, uh, peoples out there right now without technology that do fine because they don't even know it's there. They know right. that they're doing good enough. They're surviving. They don't need more. Right. Because okay. God gave them everything they needed
3: at on, that point. On this point, i like to point out this because how much knowledge have you actually lost within a certain period of time that most people still even haven't had yet? You know what I mean? Like our age. Because some people don't know what a bushel is. Some people don't know what a metric system is or how to divide it. And it's just like, I look at these guys because I work with a few of them. And I'm like, are you telling me you don't know how to divide a metric system? Really? Okay.
2: Well, there's a a lot of knowledge being lost because it's not being passed down. And a lot of our society nowadays... Has become more dependent on electronics and a lot of that. Smartphones
0: stuff. are making us dumb, guys. Yeah, they well, it,
2: in a sense, it is. You know, and like you were saying, in a sense, the stuff is good, but it's bad. There's pros and cons to everything. Right. So when it comes to uh, knowledge and entertainment and everything else, we waste a lot more time than than you know we used to. We used to, you know, uh, redeem the time. You know, and we used to pay attention to what we did with our time and how we did things. Uh, Now our time is is caught up with busyness, but it's not the right kind of business, you know, and and a lot of that comes from that. So I but I definitely uh, the atmosphere and the way people would have been and the way, you know, I I can definitely agree with a lot of that stating, you know, uh, how they would have been back then in reference to who we are nowadays. I think there would have been some definite defects and things as time progressed. Um, you know, I don't think they were completely perfect, but I do I do know that they definitely were a lot different than what we are now, you know, and they're nothing close to that. And, you know, our time span on earth is, you know, even the Bible referenced our time span, you know, right. and 70 years is basically pushing it. You right. Know?
0: <laughs> one, you know? one of the other things that, that isn't, isn't brought up, or at least that we haven't brought up yet is there's a lot of skeptics out there about, uh, discovering the Ark, and like, well, if it's, if it's still out there and there's been excavations everywhere up there. Um, there's one person that I am most, uh, that I agree that I, I believe honestly, he, he actually did discover, well, what's left of it. Right. I mean, what's left of it. I mean, and that's, this is one thing people got to think about trying to find the Ark is okay. Hold time out. They were in the ark for a year, about what is it? Six months before the ark before they got out of the ark, they landed on the mountains, and they weren't going anywhere. No they lived so on, they right lived there. For so a while. for that six months, how big did the trees get? <laughs> Let me just it's for six months. How big are trees going to get? More than likely, most of the ark was torn apart. Oh, yeah, probably I, the vast majority of was it, no they need for it. Anymore, right, no. they ripped out the the deck boards and every. Probably the only thing that they probably couldn't take would be the spine of the ark because it would have been shaped wood.
3: Unless they, they burnt it well, to keep warm. Right, right. Um, Why wouldn't they actually just make a village? Because if you look at many things, uh, even survival manuals will tell you, okay, you're shipwrecked. Go find what you can find. Make sure the fact that you have shelter.
2: Well, that's that's the other thing. Who's who's to say they didn't?
3: Yeah. I
2: mean,
0: you know, right. I mean, it, I'm just that's, saying, that's when okay. when looking for the ark, people people try to go looking for the ark, and more than likely, what's left of it is probably been petrified. And there's been a couple of people. I know one person in particular has looked looked for. Just go ahead and look up discovering the ark. I mean, you guys you can Google this kind of stuff and, and finding the ark. It's it's all all this information is out there. I know there's a lot of them that have big controversy because there's still people spending millions of dollars to try to go to Mount Ararat find it when more than likely it's, and the guy that actually discovered it, I'll say quote-unquote discovered it, he theorized, well, actually, a boat that shape would not stay on the mountain. The mud would have probably more than likely washed it down in the, into the valley. Gravity works still. And that's where he looked, and he ended up, and according to the pictures and the videos that I saw, I thought it was amazing. He he actually found it. Actually, uh, in Turkey, they put up a visitor center, and they call it Noah and Gumshi, which means Noah's Boat. And it was it was it was it was fascinating, guys. But I'm just saying that there's a lot of skepticism when it comes to the Ark itself, because it's so sensational about a world flood that destroyed everything. And a lot of it just it it baffles the mind. But when you stop and you think about it, well, if there was a local flood, then what are if there was a, a worldwide flood, then what are the ramifications of that? Well, you would find millions of dead things buried in rock layers all over the planet. Well, guess what we find out there: millions of dead things buried in rock layers all over the planet. Period. Like yeah, there's there's you know. no science so, to
2: back everything that is in the flood, and and a lot of scientists try to disprove it, and then they end up proving it, which is quite comical to watch, you know, because they get all like, oh, and then they're like, well, wait a minute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no one one's family or in the in the ark. You hear the thumping and bumping because as soon as everyone realizes, hey, they're onto something, it's getting pretty deep out here. It's got to sound like they're living in a war drum. You know, you hear people pleading and beating on the the, the walls and trying to claw their way in, and then you feel the movement of the ark. The
0: boat physically lift.
1: and you still hear those people clinging onto the ark, hoping that they can just survive. Like even if they were able to scale it and get on the outer deck, like you said, they probably would have starved to death. Oh,
2: they would have. You know. There wasn't no there was no opening the door.
1: The, then they, they finally settle. They probably hear the arc hitting things as they're driving along. You know? And it finally settles. How much anxiety do you think these guys were feeling knowing that they're gonna be opening up to what are they gonna find? You know No, you oh, know? no idea.
2: In in reality if you think about one, their age, two how much they'd already been through with the Lord. Um, three,
0: he sealed the boat, not them. Right. They didn't shut the door. Yeah, you God know did. Let's dive into that for just and a second. He didn't just seal the boat. He said, Noah, come into the ark. God was there. Oh, yeah. I don't know to what extent, but God said, come into the ark, not go into. Just before that, it says that God sent the animals to the ark. Correct. So all of a sudden, this procession of animals are are just crawling in and getting into their cages and just sitting down and waiting. And then God said, come into the ark. And like you just said, which is perfect, God sealed them in. That's
2: what he did. He he
0: sealed the door. God shut the door. That's why
2: nobody else could get in. Because God sealed that boat shut. And there was no getting in. There wasn't water getting in. There wasn't people getting in. There wasn't other animals getting in. It was sealed. And so when God does something, he does it, you know? And so that's, that's an amazing thought process there. So, you know, God's with you. Great peace have they, which love thy law and nothing shall offend them. Okay. So when you think of how much peace they had knowing they are God's people, they are God's chosen. So that was a really big issue because, um, with that, With that, God would have definitely, you know, been in their presence and been with them, you know, going through hard times and struggles and trials and knowing God's with you through that. It's a whole nother realm because the world looks at the people that don't have Christ and don't have that peace. They look at that and go. Oh, they must have been so anxious. they must have been so upset and, Oh, all the trauma and all the, the depression f- the fighting and yeah. all the, the no 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 hold on a minute when god's involved in a family there's peace when god's in the middle of things there's peace there's joy there's there's rejoicing uh when god's like like look at Paul and Silas, they were thrown in prison, put in stocks, beaten, and they're singing. <laughs> You know, uh, when when you are in the middle of God's will and you are and you know, you're where God wants you and you know where you God's there with you, you are not worried. You're not you're not anxious. You're not struggling because, you know, one, you're not in control. And they knew they were not in control of that boat. There was no there was no steering method. <laughs> there were no on the sails. Boat. OK, <laughs> there was nothing to steer the boat. So who was in charge? God. Okay, and they knew God was in charge. You know, he was guiding the boat where he wanted it to go. And so with that type of thought process, no, there was no anxiety like we would think and we would process, especially, again, with their age and the fact that they had been preaching and ministering to people for several hundred years with stuff and trying to get people to understand they had that peace, they had that knowledge and they had that that presence of the Lord with them to such an extreme, that's why God spared them. And in going from that, you know, it's amazing to me that even the disciples who walked with Christ went through all the stuff that they did. And then immediately afterwards, they would stumble and fall. They would stumble and fall and they would mess up. They would just do something really stupid You know, just like the humanity in us says, oh, I've got this awesome thing going on. I got to mess it up, (laughs) you know, and and I, you know, it brings you back to we're all human and there's no perfect person, you know, and without Christ, if you don't do it with Christ, it's not going to succeed. And even even though those things happen, there's a lot of problems that you can create yourself. And I think we'll get that into the next episode. Uh, I think what we'll get that into.
1: Now, um, in reading on the flood here, I heard that it was uh, compared to a baptism. That the earth was that this flood—they've compared it to the earth being baptized.
2: Essentially. <laughs> now we <it> talked <laughs> about how water. the air pressure would be different.
1: <laughs> how the air. Pr- These people that were living in this. They were under a lot of water. Like, they weren't submerged, but. Lots of rain came down, and they had to go through this baptism How's thing. That
2: song go? they were under pressure. <laughs>
1: oh, under- sorry. And then sure when that. they <laughs> opened the when they opened the door to finally go out on deck to to release the birds, like you said, they had to physically feel different.
0: I'm
2: sure. You, you I know not imagine was like, that. That would have been weird.
1: How how you know when people go mountain climbing into lighter atmospheres. Um, if you know, it, it, it messes with your, your brain and it it messes with your, um, orientation of equilibrium. Yeah. I
2: never thought about that, but you know, I wonder if that's another reason why God sealed the boat. I wonder how they're sealing Because he, they opened the window first. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I really hope they didn't have (laughs)
0: Dramamine. No, No,
2: (laughs) but can you imagine? So God sealed the boat. Uh, Another reason why I think he sealed the boat. He did it because it would have been like a pressure tank. So easing the pressure in instead of all of it at once. Because that's another thing you think about. I don't think the people on the earth just died from the flood. I think it would have been another issue, which would have been the pressure. The pressure release and things like that. It'd be like going diving. And coming up too fast. Yes. The bends. The bends. So it would have been essentially the same type of concept. The The atmosphere would have just been gone. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, what happened
3: <laughs> they would have sunk then and not floated then because it would have felt up with pressure if you hit the bends you sink not actually float isn't that amazing
0: so all you know, i know is that if you try to depressurize too quickly it can kill you oh yeah. yes it yeah, puts it air in your lungs and it sinks yeah, you that, that's yeah. an that's
2: awesome you know I, I never i mean all honesty God i never the thought about how noah had to transition the pressure and that God's may have also been
0: why it lasted an entire so year. Yes. Because, I mean, it, well, think about it. God literally would have just needed to flood it. If he just wanted to kill everybody, he could have just flooded everything for, you know, just a few days. Right. I mean, literally, just like maybe flood it all really bad for like a couple of months or tell everybody starves or gets eaten or drowns or whatever. And then, and then good. But no, there was a whole year because it was the earth. It's like. I think it's Paul talks about the Earth's groanings. This is still the Earth groaning from that flood because the, oh, yeah. the flood or the the flood completely destroyed the Earth. And yeah, I, I no, that's a good point though about the I love that. I love that.
2: I never processed the atmosphere change. That's you good. Know, I've heard a lot of discussions on the stuff, but for personally, I never really processed it or actually took time to think about how he would have taken, and him and his family and the animals would have had to adjust to the atmospheric pressure change. right? Because <laughs> that would definitely have been a massive issue. Because mm-hmm. if they would have went through that, they would have gotten sick and died and different things. Why couldn't the mosquitoes just
0: die? Yeah. <laughs> they have wings. <laughs> hey, I got one on the mosquitoes <laughs> if you guys got time. Uh, <laughs> but oh, I man. think that
1: getting up here to where the, the, the ark landed they know that there's life out there and they're getting ready to depart it's a great way to end this episode because we're getting going to be getting into the promise in coming chapter next. Nine, yeah. Right. so Mike you want to go ahead and lead us out in prayer? yeah
2: you- amen let's do this dear Lord thank you so much for this wonderful discussion thank you for the wonderful thoughts that we had throughout this thank you for the Uh, ability to converse and talk about things and and look at uh, history and see your presence even though people don't understand it and thank you so much for this time thank you for the people listening and i pray you just uh, bless the hearts and minds of people in your blessed
0: name we pray amen amen
1: thanks so much for listening everybody this is tom this has been sully
0: this has been mike this is justin
1: and we'll talk to you guys next week see you guys bye well hello everyone,
0: now that this is all over, I hope you had a great time. Now listen, you don't have to go home, but you can not stay here, I'm closing up. And the boys gave me this note to let you know, you can get a hold of them on something called Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, podcast, podcast, what are they fishing for whales? Listen, folks, just look up Biblical Chili anywhere. I'm sure you'll be able to find them out there. And until, Lord willing, we'll see you again. May the Lord bless you. Goodbye. Do you think they're still listening? I doubt it. There can't be that many people that listened all the way to the end of the track. Most of them probably skip it. But in case you did... Congratulations! You're one of the few! We love you!